Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of the Something Borrowed podcast. I'm Betsy. And I'm Amanda. And we're your hosts. Today, we're chatting with Haley Clancy of Haley Nicole Makeup. Welcome to the pod today, everybody. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us once again. Um, Just some housekeeping things as we get started. A reminder to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and that helps our show grow and reach more listeners. Um, If you like what you've been hearing on Something Borrowed, we would be honored if you would just leave us a rating um, and a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Again, those also help reach other listeners who might be interested in what we um, are offering with our interviews and things like that here. Um, And the last thing is just to engage with us on Instagram. We are posting over there and we'd love to hear your feedback, your thoughts, things you loved about episodes, um, opinions on things that we talk about. So we would love to have you join us over there. Um, Today, as we mentioned, we have Haley with us and Haley, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So excited to be here. (laughs) So Haley is a makeup artist. Um, Is that what you would call yourself or is there a better term for yes I am my license is an esthetician and makeup artist but right now I'm pretty much just as a makeup artist awesome well we are so excited to dig into your business and your role in the wedding industry because it's an important one (laughs) Um, and just getting to hear all about what a wedding day and even the planning up to a wedding day looks like from your perspective so welcome. yeah for sure this is something that like neither Betsy or I knows a ton about. Yeah. So we're really excited, but I feel like we're also maybe like a little more nervous than usual to show our like maybe lack of, yeah, our knowledge. Lack of knowledge about like beauty related yeah. things. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're so excited. And Haley actually came to us because she found our Instagram and she filled out our vendor request yeah. form. So especially in the new year in January, we're going to definitely be looking for men- more vendors to come on. And we kind of have our end of year lineup set up. But if you're listening and you want to join us, that would be great. And it, we're so excited. to. This is our first time meeting and talking and it's it's fun. We're excited. Yeah. <laughs> Making a new yeah. friend. <laughs> so Haley, some of our first questions that we always ask vendors um, is just to kind of give us a rundown. Um, obviously, we've already said your name and your your business name, but let us know about like your two-minute elevator pitch. What um, do you do? What do you bring to a wedding day? Um, how you started your business and kind of where you see it going? Yeah. So like I said, I started off as um, an esthetician and a makeup artist and uh, working in a salon and spa. And through that, I started working with brides. Brides would come in and get their makeup done. And I was like, no, this is just everything that I love. It's a happy day for people. Mm-hmm. It Everyone's pretty much joyful and drama-free for the most part. And I also always knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So kind of th- working at the salon kind of um, gave me an opportunity to meet people and build a clientele. And then they would refer other brides to me. And so I kind of built my business through that. And so a typical wedding day come show up. I work on help the bride think about timeline and what look they want to achieve, how they want to feel throughout their day. And 
um, basically just enhance the beauty that's already in them and bring mm-hmm. that out. That's awesome. I love the way you said that. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> so you. I think that's so important on a wedding day for you just to feel like comfortable and natural and like who you mm-hmm. are and just enhanced, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a good term for it. Um, well, we forgot to ask you this before we started, but do you know your Enneagram type? So I'm an Enneagram one. And I feel like that's really helpful because I pay attention to details of things and Mm -hmm. because I'm a perfectionist and I think that things need to be done the right way, which is also um, not a great quality of mine sometimes, but in this case, in this, uh, Mm -hmm. and for my business, I feel like it is a good quality and um, just to make sure that the, everything is perfect on their face and um, that I want things done the right way. And so I help feel like that helps in my business. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's maybe why I'm not good at makeup because <laughs> I'm not a perfectionist. And I'm just like, ooh, that, those, those eyeliner lines are never going to be straight. <laughs> no matter how hard I <laughs> But definitely what you want from your makeup artist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You don't want someone just kind of, throw things on like, yeah, it's good yeah. enough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Those eyebrows are kind of symmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always told people uh, when I used to do eyebrow waxes, cause they would come in and they would say, they're not perfect. They're not. And I'm like, you know, they're all with their sisters. They're not twins. <laughs> oh, that's good. They're that's never going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I definitely have an eyebrow that's just naturally a different shape than the other. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you know, exactly. that's just how it is. It's just how they grow. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. Uh, so normally when we talk to vendors, kind of the next direction we like to go in, well, we like to go in two different, you know, directions with our conversation. One, we like to talk for couples who could be listening who are looking for vendors for their wedding day. And then we also like to spend a little bit of time talking about talking for aspiring vendors. Like if there's any other makeup artists out there who might listen and, and be curious about how to launch like a wedding business. So, but to start, we'll talk about things that couples might be interested in knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a huge question is how can you prep your skin leading up to the wedding to make sure that it's in its best condition for your wedding day. And also because it's going to, it's just naturally, it's going to be stressful time. And so if you're concerned about breakouts and things like that, what can you be doing leading up to the wedding day to make sure that your skin is in its best shape? Yes. I always tell brides that good skincare is the foundation of any good makeup. So I can cover up color all day, but when it comes down to the texture of your skin and that I can't change texture. So having a good skincare routine, I would say starting, especially if you don't have anything right now that you're doing, I would say starting that at least like six months out before your wedding is probably key just to make sure your all the products are good that you don't react to anything and to kind of set that foundation so it can affect your skin and we want to make sure it's hydrated and that you don't get breakouts um sometimes things are unavoidable (laughs) 
but um, for the most part, you do want to have that set that good skincare yeah. routine a few months out and water. Yeah. Water, water, water is the key yeah. to everything. Yeah. So if a bride's listening and they're hearing you say skincare routine, like, but they're like, I don't know what that means. What does, yeah. what are some of those like key like building blocks of that they absolutely should be doing mm-hmm. in that routine? I will say, I mean, if there is a bride that says some people just have really good genes and <laughs> they don't need to do anything. And, you know, if you're like, I feel like my skin's pretty good and I really don't do that much to it. Um, If go see your makeup artist, if they're like, this, your skin's fine. um, You don't need to add anything else into your skincare routine. If you want to have like the optimal skincare routine, I would say get a good cleanser, something that works, everything that works well with your skin. So if you're dealing with too much oil, you don't want a cleanser that is like a creamy based. You want something that kind of can control that oil a little bit better and clean out those pores. Um, Cleanser, you want a toner to help balance your pH level in the skin. you want to make sure you can find a good exfoliator. Sorry, is all this stuff going? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it going over your heads or is you guys are you guys no, following along? It's great. Okay, when you, it's good, but when you said toner, I was like, great. Um, heard of it? Don't know what that does. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might. I think I even use one. <laughs> yes. So a toner. Um, it toners balance. We all have like a natural, like a pH level mm-hmm. in our skin. So a toner will help even that out and it helps even skin tone and all of that. It kind of helps and certain ones will do different things. Um, but yeah, getting us, uh, getting a good toner will help kind of lock in that moisture too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, finding a good hydrator, a moisturizer, there are other kinds of serums you can add to if you feel like mm-hmm. your skin is needs a little extra booster of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always yeah. anti-aging, I feel like, mm-hmm. especially brides. I mean, we're getting – most brides, I would say, are probably like 25 and up. So it's that time where you <laughs> need to start using those products. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, what's super funny is that I had no skincare routine – And then when I got engaged in, oh no, what year? 2016? 2016 or something like that. 2016. I was like, yeah, this is probably a thing I should do. And I was engaged for a year and a half. So about six months in when I knew I was a year out, I was like, this definitely needs to happen. And I actually won. (laughs) I won a Mary Kay like bundle Uh from a local restaurant. Like I put put in a raffle. (laughs) And um, then like I got like a ton of stuff. I'm like a basket this big (laughs) for free. And the woman came to my house and like whatever. And so that's how I got a skincare routine because I won a <laughs> raffle. And so I used that stuff for until very recently. And then it's actually just like, it was hard for me to access Mary Kay these days. Um, 
So I just switched over to a different brand, but that is how I started. And it was definitely with the motivation of like, I'm a year out from my wedding. And um, also there was some good luck involved in winning the wrap. Well, that's great. That's a good way to get a good, I mean, because it's expensive. Yeah, so it to is. get all those products. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it made a difference. Oh, a hundred percent. It made a huge difference. I I was the type before that that didn't even remove my makeup at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So just the cleanliness, <laughs> like my skin just felt cleaner. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, totally. And then, but I do have a, like a question on the flip side of that. Do mm-hmm. you think it's true though, that if someone's like really close to their wedding, like two weeks out, you would not start something that you haven't been doing? Yeah, I would, I would say to play on the safe side there. And unless you know that this product is not going to do anything to your face, but you just never know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Because even having, like I said, switching. So like all my skincare advice is like from like random like influencers apparently. So (laughs) I I tried Dime actually, um, which like a bunch of people were advertising online and that just wasn't for me. I didn't feel like it was getting my skin clean enough. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I just tried Tula. I don't know if you've heard Mm -hmm. of that brand. Mm -hmm. And my skin feels so good. And it's been like maybe a week or two since I've been using that. And I I love it. Mm -hmm. But I do – I have had like more breakouts like around here. And I'm assuming it's just right now like switching over products. So hopefully Mm -hmm. in another week or two I'll see if that's still an issue. But Mm -hmm. that's why it was fresh in my mind. Like if you're really close to an event or something, you might not want to try something new. Yeah, I would say it does take your take your skin sometimes a little bit of time to get used to it. To if when just when you switch over to some certain things, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say stick to the safe side. Yeah, I'm safe there. And I am just on a personal note, definitely the kind of person who like I have had skincare routines over the years and been really consistent with them. And then I have two little kids, so at, like the mm-hmm. end of the night, I'm like. All right, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> yeah. I, I just told Amanda we were talking about this as we were talking about your interview a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, if I'm being honest, I just started getting really consistent about like making sure my makeup's all <laughs> off at the end of the night yeah. and like all that. And like, again, I've been through seasons where I've been like, here's my like 12 step routine and I do it all every night and all the serums and things. And then like now it's just been yeah. a season of like, Kids are in bed. I can sit down yeah. for the first time all day. And now, oh, that's right. Grab like a cleansing cloth and take it off. And I don't wear a lot of makeup. Like I think part of that came out of the pandemic. Like I used to do all of it. And then we started wearing masks and it felt pointless. So I would just be like, all right, brows and eyelashes is all I need yeah. on like the daily basis kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and now I'm a teacher. So this year is our first like full school year where we're not wearing masks in the classroom anymore. And I just was a couple weeks ago for my, I turned 33 at the beginning of September. And I was like, I'm going to treat myself to like makeup again because I haven't purchased foundation and blush and stuff in a while. And so I just started wearing that again. And I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that like my skin is clean going to bed at least. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and like two years ago at my dermatology, like my annual skin check, I said to my dermatologist, like, give me the basics. Like, what do I need? And he was like, vitamin C and retinol. Like, take those two, do them every night. 
you're like, that's <laughs> yes. the basis of what you need. And a moisturizer. I was like, okay, uh-huh. I can handle those three things. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but the I anti-aging thing, man, you need that like way sooner than you ever want to. <laughs> you do. Come to terms with. <laughs> <laughs> and after you have kids, you're, mm. it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I just aged about five yeah. years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Well, back to weddings. So let's talk about the planning process for you. How involved are you with a bride before the wedding day? Do you do trials, things like that? And then how do you help determine a look? So do most brides come to you and show you a picture and you just kind of go off of that? Or do you do you have brides that come and sit in your chair and say like, what do you suggest? I feel like as I've gotten older with my like hairstylist, I find myself like when I get in her chair, I think maybe just having crafted that relationship of like trust and being able to just say, what do you think is going to look good on me? Like, what should we do? Go for it. And I feel like I find I get my best like haircuts and colors that way when I just let her do her thing and like trust that she's going to make me look great. So do, mm-hmm. how does that play out for you in the wedding industry? Yeah, I always recommend trials. It's a good time for me to just to get to know the bride and it's kind of low-key it's kind of like a fun conversation get to know them and through that I can kind of understand who they are and um, kind of what look they want to achieve for their wedding day and also how they want to feel so and whether it's having a very natural look or having more glam um, sometimes I feel like a strong suit is me listening to the brides and understanding what they want, but sometimes I am completely off or they aren't able to communicate what they want very well through that trial. And so that's helpful. So then we don't, do that on the wedding day. And maybe they do want to completely, they don't want eyeliner or they want, they realize they tried on the lashes and they're like, I don't know if I can handle them on my wedding day or they're going to bother me. So that's always why I recommend doing trials. Yeah. I think that's probably really important too, just to build that relationship. I am a wedding photographer and so Mm -hmm. One of my things that I include in my packages is a engagement session, and it's kind of the same reasoning. Like I, sometimes couples will ask to remove it, and I'm like, it's as just as much for me as it is for you. Like, sure, you get mm-hmm. engagement photos, and that's the end goal, but it helps me so much to get to know you and mm-hmm. get to figure out how you work in front of the camera and how you, like you let you figure out how I work behind it and stuff. So I feel like it's probably a very similar kind of yeah. benefit two way. Yeah. For you. Yeah. I feel like to- that like totally makes sense. And I remember like – because there's things you just don't know too. And like when someone's doing your makeup, that's like a very um, – it's an intimate thing. Like they're touching your mm-hmm. face. And so on your wedding day to meet the person, even just not from like the actual look perspective, but to, to have met the person before and feel at ease with them, like being right. all up in your business mm-hmm. is probably is, – is like probably a very nice – thing. And for me, like I did have my hair and makeup done at a salon before my wedding. And I was like, 
well, I want to look natural, but natural to me is I always wear eyeliner on the top and bottom of my lid every day. That's what I like to look like. To me, that's natural. But they would have not ever known that that was natural to me if we didn't sit and have that conversation because that's not what, you know, most people consider like a natural look. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to build that comfortability. Yeah, that is one of the questions that I normally ask people, especially um, brides or like bridesmaids or moms to kind of like if you do makeup on a daily basis, what do you do? And if it's Mm -hmm. eyeliner, do you put on the top and bottom or, Mm -hmm. and just like little things that I, if they, that they would throw them off and looking in the mirror and be like, oh, I don't feel like myself yeah, because my eyeliner is normally in my waterline and not on my lash line. So Mm -hmm. those little things I have um, seen over the years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So then when it comes to the actual wedding day, what sort of timeline do you usually propose? Like, I guess there's probably a lot of factors, like how many people are involved and things like that. Um, so tell us sort of the day, a wedding day from a makeup artist's perspective. Yeah, I always try to figure that out a few months ahead of time. Um, and I like to make sure that uh, the bride has talked this over with the photographer because because um, I know that, so you know, just like the photographer comes in and what, they, like if they're doing getting ready photos, if they mm-hmm. are having a first look, when do they need to be dressed by? And sometimes the bride will think everybody needs to be done at 12 o'clock and that's good. But really the trolley is coming at 12, 15 to pick you up. And, um, so then we need to be done a little bit sooner than that yeah. so that I'm not still doing makeup yeah. at 12 o'clock when you need to be getting dressed. So I typically come and, um, try not to start before eight in the morning, but you know, sometimes if you have 10, 12 people that need makeup done and Mm -hmm. you need to be ready before at 11 o'clock, then you need to start earlier where more people are. Sometimes I need to get an additional person to come with me. Typically, um, takes about 30 to 45 minutes per person and the bride, I like to have a longer time. And I always make a schedule um, for the day of, and the bride will always ask me, when do you like to do makeup? Should we do it at the end? I never like doing brides at the end, just in case I am Mm -hmm. rushed Mm -hmm. or stressed out for a timeline. I always like to do the bride in the middle and, and always have a longer time for them. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the middle too because it's not like they're done first and then like there's all yeah, that extra I, time for their makeup to I either get messed people up. people say that or, like, like uh-huh. oh, the bride first. And I'm like, well, 
I'm definitely going to make a mess. Like if that's me, like I'm going to make a mess of this if I have time. So the middle is like a very nice, cause I wouldn't have thought until you were saying about if you, if you plan for the end, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. You don't want that to be rushed. So yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, I did have one bridesmaid who just kept pushing me off and off and off and Gosh. she wanted to be very end. And I was like, it's, the hour will really not make a difference when you get yeah. your makeup yeah. done, but, and it, you are the bridesmaid. You don't matter as much. Yeah. <laughs> as the Do you have a preference about like if someone's hair is already done or not? Do you prefer them to do hair first? I prefer makeup first just because in case there is anything like in the way or mm-hmm. if I have to push anything back. And I have worked with, with some hairstylists that always love doing, they like don't want me to do makeup after hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if their sense. hair is down, if they're like sitting in my chair and like, we don't want like the curls getting smushed or anything. Yeah. So yeah. I prefer doing it. First, yeah. I always do touch-ups at, after at the very end, especially if the photographer's there and they want yeah. a few photos like that. But yeah. Okay, this is a really random question, but you just said chair and it made me wonder. Do you bring like a specific chair when you do makeup that yes. you can like adjust and stuff? Oh wow. I can't adjust it. Um okay. it's just one height it looks like um like an actor chair or yeah. like a what a movie producer, whatever those big yeah, yeah. Um, chairs. So I lug that thing around everywhere. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm like a an average height, I guess. I'm five six, and if I don't get a chair that it's a certain height, I will be so miserable. Yeah, with my back. That's what I just thought of. I was like, oh, I like every bridal prep space is so different. So you Mm -hmm. just never know what's going to be in there and what space you're going to have to work with. And it just made me think, I wonder if you bring your own chair. I would have never thought of that either. (laughs) I'm actually thinking about getting a table also to Mm -hmm. add that in just because you never know what, like hotel rooms are small and they don't always have Mm -hmm. a whole lot of space for everything. So yeah. Well, there you go. Aspiring vendors. <laughs> Word from the wise. <laughs> Bring your own furniture. <laughs> um, okay. So then from the time that a bride leaves your chair, what are some ways that she can keep her makeup looking fresh through the entirety of the wedding day? Mm-hmm. Um, I always give brides a little to-go bag of setting powder and um, sponges and anything else and some lipstick too. But if they do want to have some, sometimes I will do lipstick on them and they're like, I, they're like, I don't care if you give me anything I'm going to, I want to have everything else that I need. So Mm. they'll, they'll purchase the lipstick Mm -hmm. or, um, I mean, if they, if you want to get more additional setting powder, I mean, your makeup, especially brides, I always do airbrush on them and Mm -hmm. it is not going to go anywhere unless you were like really, really, really crying and rubbing your face a lot, which I tell them not to do anyways. Well, especially (laughs) the rubbing your face. Sometimes you can't control tears. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, okay, this is going to be really like a makeup for dummies question, <laughs> but what is airbrush? <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I explain it. So my husband does uh, woodworking stuff for fun. And if we're, if he's, I always kind of explain it like this. So if we're like painting furniture, uh, he will use his airbrush gun instead of like painting it on with a paintbrush because mm. it kind of gives it a smoother look instead of seeing the brush strokes. And I mean, which you're not going to see the brush strokes if I do traditional makeup on, but airbrush is a little bit more waterproof. You can get a little bit more of a smoother kind of finish. And so I always recommend it for if your wedding is in the summertime, if it's really humid, if it's you're going to be sweating a lot, it's probably the best uh, method to use. That sounds so fun. (laughs) (laughs) And like special. (laughs) Yeah. That's coming from someone who did her own makeup for her wedding. It's way too stressful. Um, Okay, so final question for probably for us, but also for couples. What are your favorite products to use? And is there a part of the makeup that you like really love doing? Like, are eyes super fun for you? Do you love like the airbrush foundation? Mm -hmm. What part is your favorite? Um, I would say face is my favorite. I like eyes, but I feel like the face is what kind of sets the tone and kind of Mm -hmm. finishes the look and, you know, having a contoured face or having that highlighted and it kind of um, pulls the look in that direction. So that's probably my favorite to do and just making sure your skin um, looks like skin and you don't have like a don't look like you have a sheet of makeup on. (laughs) Um, So favorite products. I am a big Charlotte Tilbury fan. I love um, a lot of her stuff. I use a lot of her stuff. Um, I'm not on TikTok, but I hear from my brides a lot because when they when I pull out certain products and they're like, oh, that's like a trending thing on TikTok. So a lot of my, <laughs> a lot of my favorite products, I guess, are um, TikTok sensations. Are you um, like, oh, I haven't been able to get it. So that makes sense. Because <laughs> I feel like I hear people saying like, yes. this went viral on TikTok and now it's sold out everywhere. I know. I, thankfully, I haven't needed certain products for a while, but I have <laughs> gone on recently to see if they're available and they're not. And which is very frustrating. Yes. I make cars and like something that I use often that I need. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Charlotte Tilbury. I love her, um, the beauty light wand. So it's like this highlighter. It's really pretty. They have like a blush colored one and they have one that's a little bit more champagne color. And so I love adding that into the skin. Um, I always use, I love NARS. I think it's, I have them here. Sometimes I always forget how to, um, say, I think they're the stay all day, um, mm. liquid lipsticks. And I always add those into any lipstick that I'm using. And for the most, and I always like, um, Thrive Cosmetics for, mm. I always recommend them for, you know, just 
your everyday kind of person and your everyday look. I think mm-hmm. they have really great um, products and they're easy to use. Yeah. Their mascara yeah. is my fave. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. that one. And for skincare, um, I heard both of you were just saying about, um, it made me think of my favorite product from um, Dermalogica is um, their pre-cleanse. So if you do feel like you like wash your face, I know you were saying that you use the Tula cleanser, which I do love. And I love that. I use that on myself. Um, But sometimes uh, if I do have makeup on, it doesn't break down the makeup that's on my face and it Mm. can leave a residue. So the pre-cleanse is kind of like this oil-based cleanser. And so you like work it on your skin and it breaks down the makeup so well. And Mm. then you go over it with your normal cleanser to make sure everything is taken off. Awesome. Nice. Like Um, taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So moving, okay, into sort of the second side of our conversation, some questions for people who might be aspiring vendors. Um, What are things you wish you'd known or advice you'd wish you'd gotten before you started your wedding-specific business? Uh, I don't think I realized that it was going to be so much work during the week. Mm -hmm. And one thing that especially uh, some of my guy friends too, who or if I like explain what they're doing, they're like, oh, that's nice. You only work on the weekends. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I, I, yeah, I never knew that it was going to be so much admin work and any good like hair and makeup artist will have, um, time for that and will plan out those, the timeline and Mm -hmm. schedules and emails and be doing all of that kind of admin stuff during the week. And I didn't, know that it's something that I realized as I have my business now, um, that it's so needed. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's funny. Cause I feel like we're both probably in the back of our heads thinking, yeah. And that's true about podcasting too. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah, be a fun like side thing that we do. And there's a lot of like contacting mm-hmm. people and emailing it's, and coming up with yeah. a plan and mm-hmm. stuff that you just don't, you just don't realize. And like, um, that that's great advice. And I don't know if you're like willing to speak to it at all, but I think because you brought up about like wanting to be a stay at home mom, one thing we sort of talked about when we were looking at your social media and stuff is I noticed you have two really young kids. So I was like, um, I'm sure other women and, and the wedding industry is a lot of women would mm-hmm. be interested to hear if you're, if you want to talk about it, mm-hmm. like as a mom running a business, how you balance, how you find that time you know, mm-hmm. even on weekdays when you need to be emailing and scheduling, like where do you work in time when you have little kids running around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that is one thing that I am still figuring out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a process and, you know, it is absolutely so rewarding. And um, I, this was something that I have always wanted. I always wanted to have this mm-hmm. business and have my kids. Yeah. My boys are two and seven months. So 
we are, it's a lot of me running around all day and I don't really, they're not really at the point where they can entertain themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So if it's a lot of um, me trying to figure out or do emails when they're napping mm-hmm. and, um, but then, you know, then I'm like, where does, where does time fall for myself during that and um, so I just started going, we go back to the Y. We started going back to the Y. And they have, like, child care. I can drop them off for up to two hours. I normally only get a half hour um, <laughs> before they come get me. But um, <laughs> uh, so then, and then I can at least, like, work out. And then I don't have to try and find that time during the day. I can yeah. just focus on um, doing emails Sometimes it's at night too when they go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I, there are some people, I think I am kind of maxing out of where my business can be right now, but I am okay with that because if it means like more time with my family yeah, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I, it's very special. I didn't think yeah. Um that would be so rewarding, but it's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, and I always think of like Betsy, um, obviously as she has two young boys that are three and one and mm-hmm. she's a teacher and then wedding photographer. And my, our friend who's a florist who, um, has like a young daughter. I always think like, I help sometimes at, with our florist friend and I go to a wedding day and, we're not even there. I mean, like a photographer could be there for 12 hours or something, but as the florist team, like we're there, what, five, six hours before setting up. And then what, sometimes, you know, there's tear down and things like that, but I leave and I'm like exhausted and to come home from a wedding day as a vendor and to have little kids running around, I just think like, yeah, all the moms in the wedding industry are amazing. So <laughs> thank you I know I had a Thursday, Friday, Saturday wedding this weekend. And then I had a try, I booked a trial before this. And my husband's like, why did you do that? Like really, like it's been such a hard weekend. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. This is just like a fun aside. Um, but I don't know if your husband does this. I feel like when I come home from a wedding, sometimes it seems as if my husband has been through the war. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I I work now during the day, but over the summer, like I'm a stay-at-home mom essentially. Uh-huh. And when I was on maternity leave, I took the first half of the year off last year with my son. Um, and like, I'm like, I do this every day. Like... <laughs> And he'll be like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Like, you had an eight hour, like a nine hour with travel, like, day uh-huh. to get through. Uh-huh. And, like, I've asked nothing of you other than keep them fed and alive and put them to bed at night. Yeah. Yeah. I was really impressed yesterday, actually. I came home and dishes were done. And nice. I was like, wow, we, this is, it looks, pretty good in here for the most part (laughs) but he said he did get like a two-hour nap time which normally not of course for dad (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) my parents live close by too so they're very helpful yeah that's helpful Mm -hmm. 
Um, okay. So for also for aspiring vendors, like what I know you kind of mentioned, you always loved doing wedding makeup because it was just like a joy filled day. So it makes sense that that would be the direction that you took your business. But do you, is there anything about like the community of the wedding industry that you enjoy and that makes you glad you went into weddings? Mm-hmm. Um, I just like the overall day. I just was, I have just been drawn to the feel of it and how it's like probably one of the most special days of your life. And, um, I, that is just kind of what draws me in and I love it. So normally at this point, we will do like a rapid fire discussion. So what we'll do is we have like five photos from your Instagram and we'll just like hold them up okay, <laughs> and perfect. show you. And then you can kind of just tell us a little bit about that look. And then what we'll do, if you're okay with it, we'll like steal them <laughs> and stick them on our own Instagram so that people who are listening can follow along. So this is the first one, which I think was pretty recent. And I immediately was like, wow, this mm-hmm. is gorgeous. So yeah. whatever you want to tell us about that day, that bride, that look, go yeah. for it. Um, yeah, that was Abby. She was from a couple of weeks ago. So we actually did for her trials. This is another reason why we have trials is we did something similar with her face, but we, for her trial, I did more of like a glowy, um, sun kiss kind of, warmer browns on her eyes and um which I thought would be pretty with her blue eyes and it looked gorgeous mm-hmm. and then but day up she's like okay I think I want a little bit cooler tones and so we did that day of and um yeah I know I'm obsessed with the look that we got there she is she was a very young bride so she had really great skin too <laughs> and yeah uh, she looks great yeah, yeah so yeah, that was special because I have known her for a while and um, it's always really, it's just, it's just a special and a different vibe when I know them for yeah. longer. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. All right. I love the eye look on this one. Oh, Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> you're fat, you guys are picking people that are like dear to my heart. I love Aww. that. Yeah, Mandy, I have... Um, known I was her young life leader and so um and so young life is like a ministry in high school and so Mm -hmm. I've known her for a very long time I also got to do her prom makeup and so it was really really special Mandy knows exactly what she wants and what look that she wanted to achieve and um so I loved working with her, not just because I know her, but she also wanted a very glammy, more of a glammy look. And yeah. um, and I loved, loved, loved how it turned out. Yeah. yeah. Totally. The lashes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wonderful. She loves a good, good long lash and yeah. her eyes can handle it. Not everybody can yeah. handle some really long lashes, but yeah. she can. Mm-hmm. Um, here's this one. Oh, okay. Um, I, so I love her 
look. We did more of like a really simple kind of classy bridal look. Um, we had like a little wing with it. She, um, actually fun fact about her hair. I don't do hair, but she was growing her hair out, um, for the wedding and it just, she never had long hair and, um, decided to chop her hair off and surprise everybody last <laughs> on her wedding day. And, um, Whitney, um, Whitney did it with Whitney's, um, upstyles in Lancaster and she did an amazing job, but I love how simple her makeup looked. And, yeah. um, I just love how classy it looks on her. Yeah, yeah. totally. Okay. This one. Okay, Julia. Um, I think we did. Oh, okay. So um, I'm trying to remember things. So she was a COVID bride. And I think her wedding opened up like right in like, I think it was June. I think it was the weekend before I had my son too. Oh my and gosh. <laughs> um, so her wedding was very memorable. And it was like pouring that day. So it was very re- memorable. But it was like the first weekend that we were allowed to like do anything or have weddings yeah. in Westchester. And um, she was a very fun bride. She wanted a very glowy kind of look. And then, but she knew it. She wanted like a red lip. And so red lips are fun um they don't work on everybody and um I would say if you do if you do want a red lip like make sure you get a lipstick for that because red is something that um you do want to kind of keep applying but I love she is kind of like a more of like an orangey red I think that we did on her it was very pretty for um a June wedding or maybe it was July I guess it would have been first weekend in July. Yeah. Nice. And what about this? This was, I think a little while ago. Uh Uh-huh. I know I'm trying to remember what we did there. So that was a really fun event for me. That was, it was an event that the knot held. And um, I came with this one company who brought hair and makeup and so this was for, this was like their gala event or something. And it was a bunch of like people that work for The Knot. And so they came and they got their makeup done in New York. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's really cool. Yeah. You don't get paid for those kinds of things, but they give you a lot of like free makeup. And it's a really fun experience. And it was cool because you don't, because I don't have to do bridal makeup so I had a lot of yeah, fun yeah and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. nice That's awesome well thanks for kind of giving us the backstory on all of those um mm-hmm. okay so anything else you want us to know about your business or our listeners to know about wedding makeup hmm. um yeah I would say just make sure you all book your wedding makeup sooner than you think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It seems like that's the case with like every vendor right now, especially. Yeah. 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 And finding, um, yeah, looking on social media too. Social media is like 
such a helpful marketing tool for mm-hmm. all vendors now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's another aspect too that I need to, that I try to work into um, yeah. my business. Yeah. But yeah, look on social media, kind of seeing what vibe they are and um, don't, I would say don't look at Pinterest for makeup inspiration. Mm-hmm. If you have your makeup artist, look at her or his makeup Instagram and kind of mm-hmm. like pictures and get an inspiration from those mm-hmm. instead of normally if somebody pulls up inspiration from Pinterest, it's the same like stock photos that I see every time. Mm-hmm. And, and so yeah, go for inspiration from um, their Instagram. Yeah. That's such a good tip. Yeah. So speaking of social media, uh, where can people follow you and how can people hire you? Yes. My Instagram is Haley Nicole Makeup, Haley, H-A-Y-L-E-Y. And um, yeah, you can hire me. My um, You can find me on the knot through there. You can talk to me through that or um, through my website. You can fill out a form and my website's just HaleyNicoleMakeup.com. And that's probably the best way to reach out to me is through there. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah. A lot of information. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I just have loved just getting to know a little bit more about what you bring to the wedding day. Um, So thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah. All right. Well, before we go, I just want to say thanks again for joining us today. And a big thanks to our husbands, Zach and AJ, for editing and uh, mastering our podcast each week to make us sound good. Um, Thanks again to Haley for joining us. And um, make sure you go and follow her. Her um, website and social media will be linked in the show notes as well. So you can get to her stuff easily. So give her a follow and check out her work on Instagram. And we will be back in your ears next week. Bye, guys. Today with chat word. That's the first one I think I've messed up in an actual episode. Okay, let's try again.